Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. We are on a new night tonight. We were talking about this last Thursday, if you were with us, and we are on Mondays for the next four weeks here on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. And with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard, I am Sean Steyer's Caveman Corner is presented by Midland Engineering Company. We're also presented by Kevin Putts from First Midwest Mortgage, Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, and Thor Industries. We've got Mishawaka Cavemen football coming up Friday when sectionals begin at Steel Stadium. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But with us tonight, Dean, is a very special guest. I mean, we were talking about 200 career wins last week. That's nothing compared to what this guy's got. <laughs> the Hall of Fame volleyball coach Steve Anderson, who won his 800th career match earlier this season. Coach, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Crazy, crazy numbers. Uh, you're no talking kidding. Hall of Fame numbers, uh, uh, Hall of Fame coach, but uh, a legend of Mishawaka. And so we're so proud to have him there and, and working with the Mishawaka volleyball players and came back after after being gone a few years. So uh, makes us look really good in the athletic department. Well, that's kind of what I was going to lead with. Uh, you were gone for 10 years, Steve, and then you came back out of retirement this year. What What sort of led you back out of retirement and decided to get back into coaching again? I was actually uh, at Marion High School with my brother, Dan. He's been there for 25 years or Mm -hmm. 26 years, I should say, this year. And I thought that was how it was going to be my swan song and, you know, kind of still loved the game and he needed help at the time. And I thought my time at Mishawaka had had run its course. So um, this two years ago, all of a sudden I get this kind of, call from the administration at Mishawaka asking if I knew of somebody that might be interested in the program. They were going to go in another direction and this coach was going to leave again. And uh, they had gone through four coaches, I believe, in the last in the 10 years that I was gone. And this coach was going to move on uh, again. And so I thought I was going in just to talk about the next step for them or who to look for and what qualities to look for. And they kind of you know, uh, confronted me with this before we got started right away. By the way, (laughs) while you're in here and while you're doing this, um, we have one question before we ask several others. Would you have any interest at all in in coming back? And I, they kind of caught me off guard. And I said, you know, this is something I didn't even think this was absolutely wasn't going to be on part of the table. I said, I have all these notes on people that I respect in the area that some young and upper up and coming, you know, players and maybe some people that would love to get involved in the game. But this was something that you kind of blasted me with. And so I'm going to have to give that some real serious thought. You know, when you think about numbers, 
You're talking about a guy who was at the state finals 16 times. Gosh, 26 seasons uh, while he was at Mishawaka the first time, had 724 wins. So if you're a parent or a player out there and you want to hear about volleyball and you want to hear about success, motivation, Steve Anderson's one of the guys to talk about, talk to and talk, um, get advice from. And, Coach, you know, we, we had talked earlier before the season, and I did a story that was in the program, and I love this story because you could have been successful as, as not only a volleyball coach but as a swimmer swimming coach, baseball coach, whatever you decided to do. But you decided baseball wasn't going to be your thing. <laughs> you were out on that field. And like like most kids, Sean, you know, he's out there playing Little League Baseball, and, and there's some kids who just love it. And Steve Anderson said, you know what, I'm not a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- that, it's funny that, how that developed because I was at uh, Mary Gibbard Park because I lived over in that neighborhood, and all of a sudden they started building this Mary Gibbard pool. So you're sitting in there in that, that hot baseball diamond with the dust kicking up, and there were no water bottles back then and no, you know, no Gatorades or anything. And all you did was kind of wait around for something to happen at baseball. I mean, I think it's exciting at, the, at obviously, the cub level and things like that. But I don't know. I got a brand-new mitt. I thought I was ready to go, and all of a sudden they're digging that hole in that, in that Mary Gibbard park. And, <laughs> and then the next year came around, and the – pool's getting ready to open and then it did open and I'm out there sweating and not having fun and all of a sudden I hear all these kids in that pool jumping around and having a great time and I just put my mitt down and went home and got my 15 cents and asked my mom and dad if I could go swimming (laughs) and they said they said yeah and my dad said well where's your mitt and I said I left it for the next guy (laughs) that's exactly how that happened and Kind of the rest is kind of history. That's it, huh? That was it. Where was Steve Anderson, the Mishawaka volleyball coach, picked up his 800th career win this season after coming out of 10 years of retirement. Now, I kind of want to go back. You mentioned the Cubs, and you guys were out here in the hallway, and I don't know how much you heard Darren and I, but, I mean, we spent the better part of 10 minutes, and Cubs fans have spent the better part of the last almost 24 hours second-guessing Joe Madden. It's not Chris Bazio, the pitching coach, who gets – second guest it's it's the guy at the top now you just talked about how you were working with your brother and you kind of got to be the assistant and all all that did 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 any of that when you decided okay now I'm going to come back and be a head coach I mean you know it's a different story being the head coach compared to being the assistant did you kind of weigh some of that stuff I did and the first thing I did was actually ask uh, ask Dan I said Dan you know I've, I've committed to you and he's he had a really good group coming back and there was one special player that I helped develop as a young kid and um, she, she had kind of asked me if I'm going to be around for the next four years and and I said well I, I'm, a, I'm assuming so that's got to be God's plan but I said yeah <laughs> you know what I mean um, so I asked him first and he said you know if, whatever you really feel like you have to do you should do he said so don't worry about me and my program and Mary in high school we'll go we went on before you got here and we'll go on if you leave. And I said, okay, well, that makes it easy for a decision. And then I have a friend who coaches at Gulf Coast University and I taught him how to play around here at Alpo Sports. And, and now he's the Gulf Coast University uh, coach down in, uh, down in Fort Myers, around Fort Myers. And I talked to him and he said, you know what, you've got to do what you, you feel in your heart. He said, if you still feel, feel you've got game and you've got things to give and things to teach, then you should Think, consider that, and so that's kind of where where it, 
where it was when I left Mishawaka that day when they asked me for uh, an answer and I said, you're going to have to give me some time and I'm going to go down and visit my friend in, in Florida and take a little time and make a decision based on, you know, all the things that I have to think about instead of just saying yes or no right now. You first became a head volleyball coach back in 1979. That was that was your first first season. How did this first season compare to that first season? Again, when you when you're in charge, then you have to think about first of all your staff. That's real important. Mm-hmm. When I started back in '79, this kind of staff was kind of already there, I believe. I was just um, handpicked um, by Bob Smith, the principal, and John Danaher. Those you know they're talking about the good old boys back then. <laughs> and uh, I remember again them saying, "Well, here's your staff and here's your team," where where you go in now and you get to pick kind of your staff and that's kind of what Mishawaka said too you know you can bring people in and then also um, when you have a tryout you know you, you can choose your players okay where before I just got there and they said Here, we here's your team there's already picked kind of handpicked for you mm-hmm. so that was kind of that's the good part about going back to coach coaching as being in charge you're in charge of everything which is something I didn't get to do at Marion I just had assignments at Marion in fact one of the things on the on at Marion High School when the I first started there they wrote that I was the equipment manager and I it was actually on every time you got a roster and you went to Marion High School and had listed Dan Anderson and his assistants and the, it said Steve Anderson equipment manager <laughs> I kind of liked it that way. The most experienced equipment manager in the NFC, right? Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm really good at that. I'm really good at that. Everything's going to be matched. Everything's going to be clean. Everything's going to – I could do that, I think, professionally. (laughs) I don't doubt it. (laughs) When you think about some of the numbers we're talking about, uh, state coach of the year four times, but what was most impressive to me was the run in the NIC and changed the landscape of volleyball in northern Indiana. It was incredible. Won the NIC 24 times. And at that time, people were trying to raise their game to get to Mishawaka. And it did. It made everybody in the area better. And and when you walk into the cave, and that was one of the first things when I got the keys and I was able to go down to the cave and, and take a look at the for the first time as the director of athletics. And you look at those banners and the flood of memories that come back for me just to see the banners and to think about some of the players, the Karen Zielinski, who's now the, the volleyball coach at Valparaiso, Sharon Versup. She was Miss Basketball in Indiana and now the Purdue volley or Purdue basketball coach. Right. But she was an amazing volleyball player. And I would love for Coach to to talk about her. I know you've had so many great players, but Sharon's always been one of your favorites. And and to think about her vertical, I can still remember because there's some athletes that you just knew. Shauna Zolman, when I saw her as an eighth grader going into freshman, I'm like, wow, this kid's special. She's different. Uh, watch Sean Kemp. And that was pretty easy because he, he was big. But he just he handled the ball. He did so many things. But Sharon Versa on, on the volleyball court and basketball court, she was just different. She was special. And everybody who watched her play, I don't think they knew how good she was. She was, she's a gifted athlete. She was uh, obviously, you know, basketball was her passion, still is. But at the time that she got involved in volleyball, I believe they had the seventh, eighth, and ninth grade were at Beager Junior High. And I had heard about her being a a two or three sport athlete, so I kind of got to go see her play. The junior high level um, back then wasn't quite the level that it is nowadays where you actually had some advanced skills. 
But um, I think what her gift was, again, because she was so so physically gifted about, you know, jumping and j- jumping up to begin with, she had obviously a great vertical. But um, what, trans- what made that transition into volleyball, I believe, was that she wasn't very good at it yet. And she was one of those people, too, that could be good at anything. Dean talks about being good at some things and, and being able to coach at th- certain things because of the competitiveness. She wanted to learn how to play this, and she, there, was no, there was no ceiling for her. You know, you taught her a couple of things uh, about the next thing to do about passing or setting or hitting, and she got it right away. Um, she had actually gone to the Purdue basketball camp as a, I believe it was a, as before she came into volleyball, she was a couple of weeks later, 10 days late coming into tryouts. And I thought, well, the girl decided not to come. <laughs> and then she showed up a few days later after we were already involved. And I said, I'm glad to see you. I said, I didn't really think you were going to come. And she said, I was at, at basketball camp. And I said, oh, that's nice. And, and I said, um, what, what, what made you come here? And she said, you know what? I just decided that I want to play, you know, do volleyball also, which was really a blessing for Mishawaka High School, all, that's all the sports she participated in. But the best thing that happened was that my brother Dan was my assistant back then. And so I said to Dan, I said, you know, she's a little bit behind. Why don't you take her over in the side of the gym and show her a few things that we've been doing these last three or four days? It wasn't 15 minutes, and he was back, and he goes, she's ready. <laughs> she's good. And, 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 and I'm telling you, Dan, no, Dan knew skills. He was trained. Um, he was a trained volleyball player where I was just a layperson as far as playing the game at, you know, at the level that I was at, which uh-huh. was a little bit of recreation, a little bit of IU men's basketball, but nothing like my brother Dan, who was coached by – his coach was actually turned to be the Olympic coach, the women's Olympic coach, and now he's the USA uh, – I mean USC – women's coach wow. is Mick Haley which so Danny was trained by by him but when he said she's ready so that's kind of where, where she got jump started into that that's amazing all right a lot of good stuff with Steve Anderson the Mishawaka volleyball coach we're going to take a timeout. one uh, one thing that I didn't mention at the top not only are we on a new night now tonight we've also got an extended edition of Caveman Corner on these Monday nights. We'll be going up until 7.45, leading into our Monday night football pregame show. And, of course, tonight's Monday night game is the Indianapolis Colts in Tennessee taking on the Titans. So uh, we are here for a little bit uh, longer than usual as well on these Monday nights. It is 7.19. Let's take a timeout and we come back. We'll talk a, a little bit with more with uh, – Coach Anderson, as well as Dean Hubbard, uh, catch up on a lot of different things going on with Mishawaka Athletics and, and just things in general at Mishawaka. That'll be coming up next when we continue. Caveman Corner on WSBT. 723 on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. Caveman Corner with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers. Our special guest tonight is Hall of Fame volleyball coach Steve Anderson. Yeah, Coach, you know, we were talking about uh, the Purdue women's basketball coach, Sharon Versip, and, and, and Sean, we're so proud of her, too, because she's just beaten breast cancer. Right. And, uh, pretty big scare last year, and I know there were a lot of prayers and a lot of thoughts all around the country, but especially in the Mishawaka community. But when you watch her coach, you can see that passion and that seriousness about her, and you know and you hear the stories about her pushing players in practice. And I have to think some of that comes back to where she was coached in high school and uh, Shauna anybody who's 
talked to and heard about Steve back in the 80s, he was way ahead of people. And some of the methods that he used to to push the girls, and they weren't girls, they were athletes, and they mm-hmm. were volleyball players. And that was one of the things that I always appreciated, too, to to hear the stories of how these girls were like, man, I couldn't believe we were doing this. But then they come back and they give him a hug and they love him because they got you got the most out of him, Coach. And talk about that, just the passion that she has and, and the passion that, that you brought a long time ago that these kids were just they were going out there to do their best and you got the best out of them yeah i think what what most successful people do and again the success can be again tiddlywinks or whatever you're good at you find that and then you want to share that and i think once you share that and you see the little light bulb goes off or you see that kid that goes on to the next level and then all of a sudden where they didn't expect to start you know they started from average and they went on to be above average and then they move on and then they have that passion um, and so I think that's what I think that's what that's what coaching is about first of all teaching and I started out as a sixth grade teacher and when you're teaching sixth grade and you got 30 kids in a classroom somehow you've got the book and the material and you've got to try to present it and then you hope everybody can understand what is being taught I think when you go and you then you transfer that over to an, a, athletics you've got to do the same thing except you don't have the well, you can have, but the chalkboard and everything else kind of goes away, and it's got to see what they that you love it, that you're you love it for them, you love it for the right reason, and then they finally something clicks, and when you see that click, it makes you even more passionate about how that how that one player or how those several players decided that this is what they want to do and and get get good at and work. No matter what you say, they'll work they'll work and do that and get the job done. Yeah, you talk about the NIC Coach of the Year, and Coach Steve Anderson, NIC Coach of the Year, 1993, 94, 95, 96, 97. I mean, it, you think of, of this guy in 98, 2000, 2001, 2004, 2005. I mentioned earlier how much he impacted, but uh, I think we're going to have some breaking news here tonight because in 2017, Coach Steve Anderson, you're the NIC Coach of the Year. That was kind of – that was really a shock when we were in the athletic office over at Adams and and all the coaches are in there and they're turning in their NIC uh, ballots for their players. And then all of a sudden at the end, you they do this voting for – you know, for the coach of the year in the conference and the players player of the year in the conference. And um, that that's when they make it a kind of a, uh, you know, a hidden vote. So then they just, he comes out of the office and he says, you know, this is for, for this year. That's who it is. And I certainly was shocked. I know we've improved and I, I really, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that the other coaches that respect the fact that I'm back and, and working very hard. But again, you have the Penn and the Marion and the St. Joe who all had really successful seasons again. And uh, to see us inch a little bit closer to that, I think, was what maybe, again, they didn't even, there wasn't even a, no one even nominated or anything. They just said, well, here's everybody's equal and you can vote who you feel you want to. And one, the Bremen coach actually said, well, I really don't know the names of everybody. And she said, well, um, they said, well, just write down the school, just write down, you know, the sc- here are all the schools we know who's in the conference. And like I said, I was, I was shocked and, and, and happy and, and pleased and a little disappointed for, again, my friend Mary Kay. And I thought Sarah did a good job. And, and uh, my brother Dan, of course, is there. And so 
yeah, I was I was happy and I was pleased that I was, but I was shocked. Steve Anderson is with us, Hall of Fame volleyball coach, back in his first year at Mishawaka and the NIC coach. Do we literally just kind of? Make this public, Dean? I got permission from the NIC commissioner okay. and uh, <laughs> Greg Humnick. He, he said he was going to announce it on Tuesday or Wednesday. I said, we're doing this radio show on WSBT. <laughs> Coach Anderson's going to be there. I think it would be great to for our listeners to be able to hear from Coach and, and just uh, that announcement. And it just shows the respect, uh, not only for what he's done, but what he's doing again. And that's what I think people have seen, the the growth of the program just in a couple of years. And stability is one thing, but to see the girls starting to believe, to see their confidence, and then to see where they were last year and to see the strength of the kids starting to come back. And the program is definitely on the rise. Now, okay, now you're the coach of the year, so next year we're going to put some high expectations. <laughs> right, expectations <laughs> okay. in a different place it. already. Yeah, I get it. There's that <laughs> but see how quick it happened? Dangling that carrot right there, I get it. You yeah, know, it was right. really funny because we had the celebration of 800 career victories, and he had a huge game against his brother in Mishawaka Marion that night. And he's, you know, I don't know. It's like, Coach, we got to celebrate 800 wins. That doesn't happen in anybody's lifetime but it does happen in yours and it just worked out well that his brother was there that evening and then family could come up from Carmel and um but then Mishawaka got off to a poor start and yeah. <laughs> coach Anderson's <laughs> looking at me like yeah, you know I told yeah. you we shouldn't have had a celebration exactly. man <laughs> so that's okay I, I, we learn and and but uh we we did want our fans and and for his family to be able to to recognize that great accomplishment I went back and doing some research the only sub 500 season you've ever had was that first season in 1979 were were do you one do you remember the first win that you had that year and and two did you appreciate I guess the wins a little bit differently at that time yeah I really I kind of <laughs> did because I came in and again when you're new at anything you then your expectation level you know is is where I guess you don't even know what to expect mm-hmm. so going in I guess not prepared Okay, and and I don't remember the first win, um, but I remember the last loss, and that was what stuck with me yeah. in that six and nine season, like you said, that seventy nine season, because we had come so close to competing with John Adams, who was the team to beat in the area, and they went on to play in the state championship that year. So I stood up, uh, like my dad used to say, part genius, part part idiot makes you average. And I stood up at the athletic banquet and said, you know, we didn't do so well this year. But I said, I think next year we can win state because we came so close to beating John Adams and John Adams went on to state. So I, I kind of really did say that in front of a bunch of people. And so then the following year, and I felt, of course, they went off and laughed, right? And everybody kind of <laughs> did. And I kind of then someone said, do you know what you said? And I said, well, no, I kind of said something about Adams. I, you know, speaking off the cuff, wasn't even used to speaking in front of a group of you know, family and the kids are all there and you hand out the awards and you try to sum up your season. And so then the next year we actually did win state. I mean, that was something that I, the very next year, very next year. I didn't realize it was that quickly. I was, I thought it was mid. Okay. No. And so I'm telling you right now. So then it was kind of like, well, he kind of predicted what he was going to do. Then. <laughs> no, that's not how it went at all. I, and I haven't heard any predictions for next year yet. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I keep listening here. <laughs> I wasn't predicting anything. I was just saying that that's how. That, and what happened again when that came about and it came so quickly, 
I think what happens is that all of a sudden you've become kind of that, I call it the Pied Piper event, but they think you, you tell people you, you can win and then they win. And then, so the next year you think, well, let's do what he did that year. So I kind of built on that success and thought, well, every year you've got to be, not that you're going to win it all, but you've got to be, you know, a contender. And I think that's what motivated me every year to try to contend for whether it was the sectional or was it whether, whether it was the conference and what, just one game. We just want to contend. We want to see if we can win this match. And if you win one, then you can win the next and the next. And all of a sudden, they buy into it, you buy into it, and then you think, well, you can't stand by and let last year's success because now you have to work hard to keep right. keep that success. And I think that's what – that's what we did at Mishawaka for like 25 years. Every year was different, but every year you could build on last year's success. And then they kind of, and the community and the, and the junior high and the grade school kids came to the matches and they said they wanted to be part of that program. And so you kind of built that up and up, which uh, let me segue into this real quickly is that when Dean came in, he said he wanted to be the Mishawaka athletic director. He didn't mean Mishawaka high school. He, I mean, he did, but he didn't. He wanted the Mishawaka community, we're a small community. We have, you know, seven grade schools and we have one junior high. Mm-hmm. So not like the other communities or the Catholic schools, they have several junior highs to, 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 you know, to feed into them and they can have school choice and whatever, or the mega schools, you know, we're have, I mean, just saying, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, you've got one junior high, you've got 20 kids that are going to come in. Right. Out of those 20, you don't have 60 or, you know, or more kids coming in and trying to be part of that program. So you have to you have to kind of go back into the, again, what's feeding your program. And you have to get starting with those little kids, you know, get those kids interested in, in the program and get them interested in, in getting better at even at the little kids level and get a little spark. And again, there's a shirt at Mishawaka High School, and I believe Coach Curtis brought that up, and it said it only takes a spark to light a fire. And I saw that on a shirt that he had several years ago. Um, I went and spoke to the the uh, football team as a motivational speaker. And I'm telling you right now, I learned a lot speaking to his guys. This was several years ago when I was still at Marion. And I was so impressed with the respect that they were showing me and that he had those guys and those guys, every one of those guys were completely listening and completely involved in what I was saying. I think they were getting ready to go on when they went on to play in the state championship for their basket, or their football game mm-hmm. that year. And I'm telling you right now, I was impressed with his program. And I know that he starts with those kids when they're little. And the respect and working hard is goes hand in hand. And that's kind of what... Even when I was asked about coming back and I thought, you know what, this Mishawaka seems like they're, the whole program is geared around the kids in Mishawaka, getting them to play and get involved and buy into the athletics that the cavemen, what the cavemen do and the little cave kids and all that stuff. I think that's where it's kind of a good thing to have a one, you know, a one school community. Sure. And on Thursday night, the sectional started. Well, we actually had our elementary volleyball meeting, and I thought there's no way coach can come. So, you know, we have these these coaches there, and all of a sudden here comes Steve Anderson. And we're so blessed to have a guy who gets it from the ground up, who understands that these kids deserve that respect to learn the game early and then take it to John Young Middle School and then to the high school. We've got to take another break. When we come back, we'll continue with Mishawaka Volleyball Coach Steve Anderson. Caveman Corner on WSBT.
We're coming up on 740 on Caveman Corner on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. We'll be here the next three Mondays leading into Monday Night Football. The pregame show starts at 745. Mishawaka Volleyball Coach Steve Anderson is our special guest tonight with Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Sires, and of course we have sectional football starting this Friday night when Mishawaka hosts Clay at Steel Stadium, 645 Pre-game here on WSBT, 7 o'clock kickoff, Mishawaka Caveman Football, presented by Midland Engineering. Boy, it's going to be hard to beat the atmosphere last Friday night. I'll it tell was you what. just special. A beautiful night, and we had a celebration before the game with the former coaches from both Penn and Mishawaka, Bart Curtis and uh, Bill Doba, Jim Aldrich, and Corey Yeoman, Chris Giesman, Al Smith was invited. And then we had a halftime celebration for Jim Aldrich for his nearly four decades of being a player, a teacher, coach, and, of course, athletic director. So just a, a great night of football. So we're looking forward to more. But a lot of things happen in Mishawaka. We just got the Mishawaka Stars Swim Club deal has been finalized. So coming up, you're going to hear about the Michiana Stars and, and kids from all over the area coming to the Mishawaka pools, and, and our Mishawaka kids will get a discount. Also, the USTA event for junior tennis just uh, completed. There were 90 kids involved and starting from grades through third through eighth grade and proud of our girls cross-country team as Faith Quintana, Kyrie Young, and Rachel Ibera, uh, third at regional. So they qualified for semi-state, so they're going to be moving on. And and my assistant athletic director, you know Sherry Kaiser, she said, you got to say 12th Street Diner because they're doing the hospitality. <laughs> we always appreciate the hospitality people uh, helping us out. And I've been down to 12th Street Diner. It used to be a little ice cream shop there by mm-hmm. the uh, soccer fields. Man, they've got good sandwiches. So uh, we're looking forward to the hospitality. you got to make it there early, Sean, on Friday night. Sounds like it. I tell you what. <laughs> All right. We've got about three minutes left here. Steve, I wanted to ask you this because I've kind of, with each sport, the answer to this question is a little bit different. You've been coaching a head coach since 1979. What to you, coaching volleyball, has changed the most in that five decades we're talking about since 1979 when you first started coaching? Are you talking about the game itself? Well, I'm talking about, like, I'll give you an, an example. In basketball, you've got. AAU has become a big thing. In baseball, travel sports has become a big thing. In football, and really in a lot of sports, it, they become year-round. So just just from the aspect of what do you think has changed the most, that it's not just your season, I guess. What's changed the most over I that think, time? I, I do think you, you hit it right on the head. I think AAU has practically taken over sports, and there are a lot of good things about AAU, and I would never, you know, belittle them because they do such a good job with kids that are developing that don't have the opportunity either to play for their schools or if they do play for the schools some of these kids get cut and play AAU and then get developed on their own and and so that's a really good thing I think what's happened with all sports and volleyball included is that not only is it getting to be almost year-round but the overuse injuries is becoming rampant um, I believe, again, 20 years ago, I would have said, hey, every kid, you should be playing, you know, 24-7, whatever your sport is. And then as I went through 20 years of coaching here and 10 years at my brother's, I would, I would, I'm, I'm now at the, uh, I, I have the feeling that, you know what, I think they should be multiple sport athletes. I think that's the best thing that you can do for your community. I think it's good for your school. I think it's good for your body parts um, because every year, again, you see these kids coming up at 12 and 15 and 17. They're getting Tommy John's elbow surgeries. Mm -hmm. They're getting ACL 
problems or getting things like that. Well, and someone that we talked about a lot earlier who went to Mishawaka is Sharon Versip, and I, that sounds like the prime example of what you're talking about. we got about one minute left here. You know, and he's been a network volleyball coach and, and done that in the offseason, developed so many players, but also recognized out at Outpost and has been doing that for years. So uh, if there's a Mr. Volleyball in this area, and your brother Dan may argue that a little yeah. bit. it's <laughs> My uh, younger brother, yeah. you can't argue too much. Yeah, and then he's had Karch Karai, one of his friends out there oh, and yeah. done demonstrations yeah. so uh, we appreciate all you've done for the sport and and of course for mishawaka schools but uh, especially for, for the sport me. of volleyball the nic coach of the year breaking news there you go congratulations <laughs> again thanks for having me thank you very much steve anderson picked up his 800th win this year for mishawaka and as uh, Dean said nic coach of the year great to have you in here tonight we've got mishawaka cavemen football presented by midland engineering coming up this friday here on wsbt and right now we have Monday Night Football on the way. The Colts at Tennessee on WSBT. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass, Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass, Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 